Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Off the Record with Mackenzie Tippett. I told you I'd record and I wouldn't forget, and I did. Ha ha, kept my promise. Um, who's shocked? It's okay. You can raise your hand. I'm not, I won't see it, so it's fine. Anyways, um, yeah, it's springtime. It's like I'm I'm inside right now, but I wish I was outside because it's 80, 80 hold on. I don't want to get this wrong, even though it doesn't matter because when you listen to this, it won't it won't matter, but it will matter to me. Okay, to be exact. Oh, I was right. 81 degrees outside. The UV index. Apparently it's only a four. Okay. Well, then I don't feel that bad about staying inside. Anyways, but you know what happened to me today? So first of all, I went and I did some little, you know, errands, returned some stuff, got some stuff, got some really cute necklaces. Um, Altered State, I never really shop there because their stuff doesn't really fit me, but like they have some really cute necklaces. Anyways, that's besides the point. I came back home and I was like, it's so nice outside, Mackenzie. You know what we're going to do? We're going to have a little driveway picnic, right? Because yellow jackets are in the ground and they scare me. So they always like are in my yard. I don't know why. I think they all just congregate here. They're like, let's party, homes. Invite all the... some. You know, you know how that song goes. Anyways, um, and they just have a grand old time so I like to sit in my driveway and eat when I you know have a little outdoor picnic if I don't want to do it on my deck so I was outside there outside in the the driveway with my dog and we were sitting there and I was having my leftover flautas from Mexican uh when my mom and I went and got Mexican for lunch yesterday and I was having my homemade guacamole which by the way I am convinced I make the best guacamole I mean I'm I mean I'm if anybody else if you're you're up to challenge me if you want to we can have a little little get together where everybody brings their homemade guacamole right we all get together and we can all try each other's and and rate them that'll be fun so if you want to do that let me know but um yeah so like the table's open for challengers but as of right now i have not tried any other guacamole that tastes as good as, as mine does but anyways i was sitting there i was eating my leftover flautas i was having my chips and guacamole my dog was there she was being chill you know we were having a grand old time and then this wasp or hornet couldn't tell didn't take a long enough look but i know it wasn't a bee and i know it wasn't a yellow jacket just came and decided to like join the picnic and i said no bud you didn't get an invite i didn't receive an rsvp so i got up and i started like swatting and everything and you know what happened it pisses me off i mean like i don't not really pissed off because like let's be honest i never get pissed off but um i have on these like like I'm not a, I'm not like a sneaker head, but I got these cute shoes like one time at some people think they're ugly and they look like like they kind of look like dad shoes. Like if a, if a dad had a hype beast shoe, I guess that's what it kind of looks like. But I kind of I, that's the reason I like it. But they're these like Nike. What, they start with an H. What's it called? Like a Nike high H something. Hold on. No, I don't know what they're called. Anyways, um. But yeah, they're these sneakers and I got guacamole on my sneakers. Ugh. Frustration is the word that I will use. Ugh. It's okay. It's fine. But yeah. So with that being said, spring has sprung, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm inside recording this podcast. Welcome back to Off the Record. It's going to be a great episode. All right. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. Give it up. I'll be here for the next 30 minutes. If any of you see Annie, not that you're going to be like near my house, but if you see Annabelle and she's looking fly as hell, I brushed her today. So not to brag, but she's looking damn good. If I do say so myself, she's strutting her stuff. The grass is like freshly cut and green. So she's like, 
She's living her best life, some would say. And because it's warm now, we can take our little... She doesn't like going on regular walks. Like, she's never liked that because she hates being on a leash. But she doesn't like to stay right with me. And I don't blame her. And I'm not going to be strict like, hey, you have to stay right next to my side. You know? So we take these little walks over to... Like, I have, like, a small little, like, lake across my house. So we'll go over there and we'll walk along the bank. And she gets to sniff all the smells and, you know get close enough to the water where I'm like, oh, don't go in. And she's like, oh, let me see if I can get close enough to where I don't go in. But I scare my owner a little bit. She, you know, she has a fun time. And so we went over there today too. Let me just give you this recap. And we went over there and the geese are back, ladies and gentlemen. They have migrated back. And let me tell you, they have babies. They have little babies. And one of them is a mallard. Oh my goodness. He's so pretty. And, but also their poop is everywhere. So that's fun. It's like playing a game of like, don't like, like the floor is lava, but the floor is geese poop. So don't touch it kind of deal. Like just avoid it. And then there's turtles. There's a family of like four turtles that's chill on this rock over by like a weeping willow tree on the other side. Very fun. Very fun. But um, what are we talking about this week, Mackenzie? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about what this new Netflix show that I found that, that I've been watching that I think everybody should watch, but you have to watch it with a friend. And I'll explain why we'll get into it. Two of my com- favorite comedians are back, and we're going to talk about them. My NCAA predictions. We're going to talk about how far off they were, and we're going to talk about just the NCAA championship in general. And then we're going to be talking about the controversy that is the Little Nas X stuff and his new song and video and, and everything. And then we're going to be talking about Easter, because I love Easter. And I might record next week's episode, too. I'm feeling feeling really... Feeling, feeling really good. I had an energy drink, if you can't tell. I think I should stick on this thing of like having caffeine in my system for every time I record an episode because it's going really well for me. Let me tell you, because here's the thing. I have tried, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking right now. I've had a, I've had like half, two thirds of a Celsius. Um, and before this, I've had the, what was the, what was the one? I've had like the, the guava one before and I've had the orange one and I'm trying the BG Apple Pear one right now, and I like it. It's a lot sweeter than I anticipated, but I like it. Um, yeah, but anyways, I like having this caffeine in my system. And let me tell you, before I was recording this episode, I was so worn out from nothing, really. But um, just really, you know, I guess heat struck because this is like it's been so warm today. But I like it. I like the warm weather. Don't get me wrong. But um, I was thinking to myself, Mackenzie, you're so tired right now. If you put caffeine in your system, would it just make you feel average? No, wrong. Because I don't know science. But here we are. Anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about this new Netflix show that I found. All right, everybody. If you have a Netflix account, log on to it. If you don't, text a friend, phone a friend. Anyways, so there's a show called Are You the One on Netflix. And it's on, it's okay. So it was originally filmed as an MTV reality show back in 2014 and they I think they had a couple different seasons but the only one that's on Netflix right now I think is the 2014 season which is the first one and it basically can this let me give you the rundown of who you need to watch it with how or how you need to watch it and what it's about and and we're gonna do that in the reverse order so the show consists of these 10 women and 10 men or 10 guys that are put into this house and the, the premise of it is that they've all taken like random like psych tests, personality tests, or like ideal match tests. And there's supposed to be one person of the opposite gender, because everybody's like hetero- like heterosexual, um, 
who's their ideal match in this house. And they have, they don't know who it is, but they, I think that is like, they have like 10 weeks to figure it out. And it's so funny to watch these. For one, the fashion cracks me up because it's, it's very, it's like the slang too, because it's 2014, right? We all remember those, those days. I say that like I'm like aged. Excuse me, I had a burp. Anyways, um, because I had a caffeinated and it's also what do you what carbonated? That's the word. I had a carbonated drink, you guys. Couldn't hold that down. Sorry. Excuse me. Anyways. Okay. Irrelevant. Anyways, so these ten these 20 people are in this house. And here's the thing. At the end of every week, they have this thing called like a match ceremony where they all go in and it switches off who bits who gets to pick who for each week. But basically, like for one week, they'll go in and the 10 guys will be sitting in the chairs off to the side and the girls will be the ones that walk up and tell the host who their match is for the week or who they think their match is. And they have to lock in. And then, you know, and then like the next week, it'll be the guys who do it for the, who choose the girl that they think they match with. But every week after they've all chosen their match, who they think their match is, there's this like light beam and it doesn't tell who is a match, but it tells them how many couples are, are a perfect match. I don't think I explained that very well, but hopefully you understand. And if not, just watch the show. Either way, just watch the show. But it's very funny. And then in some situations, there's like, or no, and within every week, there's also these games and challenges that they go through. And wh- whoever wins the challenge gets to choose somebody to go on a date with. And then while those like couple of, uh, like the, while a couple of those matches are on the date, the people who didn't get to go are at home, like back at the house, just hanging out and they get to choose who goes into the truth booth. And the truth booth is where like one couple, only one couple can go in and they basically are able to just find out straight away if that couple is like a match or not. And if they end up being a match, then they go away into this like what they call like, I guess, a honeymoon suite and they get to stay there and they only have to come back for the match rounds. So it's very exciting, very, very not drama filled, but it's just so interesting to watch. And here's how you need to watch it to make it like worth your watch, I guess, and like, or at least to maximize the watch appeal. So you need to watch it with a friend or a couple of friends, because here's the thing. It's so 2014 that it's so funny to make fun of. And it's so funny to just like point out what people say and, and just laugh at it. And that's, and it's, and I don't know that and, and, and watching reality TV with other people makes reality TV that much better. So are you the one? That's what it's called. And it's on Netflix. Secondly, two of my favorite comedians are back, ladies and gentlemen. One of them, I didn't even know he was gone, but he's back. So for one, let's start off with John Mulaney. He went into rehab apparently for like um, just I don't remember if it was mental health or was a substance abuse. Let's. Rehab 2020. John Mulaney, okay, for alcohol and cocaine. Wow. Dang. Well, I mean, we all knew, if you know his comedy, you know that he had tried that stuff or joked about trying that stuff in college. But that's some serious stuff. And let me tell you, there was, I was in, uh, I took a psych class one time, like in high school. And not that I'm like, have extensive knowledge. But one time I was in this site class and we were our like task was to discuss with our table group, um, just like preparing for college and stuff like that. And one of the things that one of the girls at my table said, I didn't really know her that well. It was, you know, like our assigned seats. So like whatever. I didn't I wasn't in a, in a strict bond with these kids. Um, but 
she was like, yeah, I think there's just, I think you just need to try a lot of stuff before you go to college. And I was like, what do you mean? Because I mean, in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, like you should maybe like, I don't know, like, I don't even know what she meant actually. But I was like, okay, yeah, like, I, I'm, well, maybe like get together with people that you think you're going to be friends with. I don't know. But I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean try stuff before you go to college? Because everybody has a different definition. And she's like, and she goes, like drugs. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, huh? <laughs> I was like, because in my head, I'm like, okay, like, wh what? Because, okay, at least for me personally, like, I don't, I mean, I've never tried anything. I don't have a desire to, but I also, I don't really care what other people do as long as they're not hurting themselves. And I think the line for that is drawn when you do anything other than smoke weed because, or like use like uh, anything like weed, you know what I mean? Because like all that other stuff is so dangerous. And like to think that there are some people out there who just automatically think that they need to try everything dude, there's some things that you just don't need to try. <laughs> like, there's some things that you could just, you know, look at somebody else and be like, all right, I'll take your word for it. Because, and it's so crazy to me now too, is like, it's like that cocaine is so dangerous. And like everything now is like, apparently like really, it's easy to be laced and it's so dangerous. And just all of these things that, and stories of, and people and just, there's just some things that it's like, no, nah, I'll just take your word for it. And so it, it, it blows my mind that somebody who's like, and sometimes we don't realize it is, and apparently it's really co common on like college campuses and apparently now even with high school kids, that blows my mind to think that some people are getting into that stuff because they think that they need to do it because they think that for, for two reasons, some people just need, feel the need to try it. Some people are just, they tried it once and now they're addicted to it. And some people have this like stigma around it where they feel like, it's just they feel like they need to have a wild streak or like they feel like oh it's just part of what we do dude what oh my goodness like i know i'm kind of like approved in these situations i guess but also i value my life question mark like there's some things that you don't need to try and it's okay that you don't try them and cocaine is one of them and anything like whatever you're like i know some people are i as i was, I was about to say whatever you're comfortable with but um, for the help, for your, for your sake, there's just, that's just so, anything beyond weed and, and alcohol is just, just don't, there's no need to try it. Like what? And so it's crazy to me to think that like some of these people who I go to school with, granted, I'm not on campus, but there's some people that look like they have it all together, uh, either because they, they have the good grades and they have the boyfriend, they have the girlfriend, they have the friends, or because they are like well off, like financially, or they look like they are. But like then, you, sometimes people go into these situations and they look, or you, or you go into these situations where you're looking at all these people and you're like, wow, they have it all together. And then you find, or you see them, or you find out that they are doing things that are hurting them. And for me, it's not like I end up judging them because here's the thing: do I? kind of place a little bit of judgment on people who feel like they just have to do it a little bit because I'm like, why are you trying to hurt yourself? Cause that's what it does. It's, it's, it doesn't do you any good. People, I mean, because when you try cocaine, it, you immediately feel like you won the Super Bowl for like 
seven minutes. I mean, according to science, according to whatever. And like videos, people recounting what they went through. But after that, it's not worth it. Just drink a lot of caffeine. Just like, I don't know, like to do some, have some pre-workout with a Celsius. Like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things. There's some things that you just don't need to do. And that's one of them. Like, guaranteed you jumping off and doing like a bungee jump will give you the same type of high and it'll be, and no, that's literally it. Doing something that seems like risking your life, but like actually is safe, like skydiving or, or like, I mean, like around trained professionals, skydiving, bungee jumping, whatever. That gives you, I I bet, because I've never done that, but those two things are also on my like bucket list is skydiving and bungee jumping, will give you the same kind of high or a healthier high than trying drugs that are illegal. Like there is, I mean, some people are listening to me right now and they're like, oh, she's like, so she just like, you think that's good for you? Like, because here's the thing, and here's what blows my mind, and like, I can't get past why anybody would ever want to try it, is because I want the best for everybody who's around me, no matter who they are, no matter how I'm related to you, how I'm connected to you, even if I'm not remotely connected to you, I could be a a literal stranger that I read about. But nothing blows my mind more than the fact that you made the conscious decision, or like, maybe even if you were like under the influence, but like, it just, it, that just blows my mind. For some people to just be like, oh yeah, just line it up. But anyways, it like going back to what I was saying, some of these people you look at and you think, wow, they've got it all together. And you compare yourself to them, or like, or you just think, like, wow, they're doing really good. I'm really happy for them. And then you find out that they're there's this thing that they don't even maybe think that they're struggling with, but they're there that they're trying and that they're going through and this like addiction of like drugs or whatever. And it's and it's it's really sad, but it's and it's kind of like, dang, like. They had a lot going for them. Everybody, here's the thing. Everybody has a lot going for them. But as soon as you put yourself in that situation, you could be going on it. Let's use the example of Michael Jordan. And here's the thing. Michael Jordan was this all-star basketball kid. We all know this. We all know who he is. Known around the world. Arguably the most famous basketball player ever. Here's the thing. Goes to Carolina. Leaves early goes into the draft, Chicago Bulls. And then he's, you know, he's he's the rookie. He's going in. He doesn't really know anybody. He's going to this party to make friends. And you can see all this on his documentary on Netflix, but he goes into this party and the fir- one of the first things he sees is people doing drugs. And from that point he was like, "Nope, not doing it." Not and he completely I mean, for him, he completely cut himself off. He didn't drink, he didn't smoke, he didn't do anything. But here's the thing, is that imagine if Michael Jordan because here's the thing, it doesn't matter if you're in a scenario where people are doing it, based on the law, and some people think this is screwed up, but based on the law, you can be in a scenario where you're not even doing it. You can be like Michael Jordan, if and if he decided to stay at that party where people were doing cocaine, doing lines, doing shooting up, and if he had decided to stay there at that party and the police came in, he could have been charged. He could have been thrown off the team. We wouldn't know Michael Jordan anything past the this like decent UNC star that went to the draft and then he got thrown off and everything was thrown away because he decided to stay at a party where drugs were not even because he even tried it. 
that's how close the line is drawn. Imagine being one of those kids who's, or imagine being anybody. I mean, like, and thankfully, you know, John ended up getting the help he needed. John Mulaney did. But like, and this is an extensive, some people are probably bored and some people are over this conversation that I'm making right now. I don't care. Um, but you could be those that person or you could see somebody who you think has it all or you know has worked so hard to get to where they are, know somebody who's like working hard, has dreams, whatever. And they could be in that situation where they are either trying it or in the same room and something that could happen and then it's all thrown away. You're literally, no pun intended, walking the line when, you, when you're in those scenarios. And so that's what blows my mind about how anybody, I mean, it's, and that's what makes me upset about when people try it. And that's what makes me upset about why anybody thinks it's something you need to do. Because there's just some things that you don't need to do. There's so many other, th- there's so many other wonderful things in the world that don't risk your life at all. So anyways. The other comedian, let's talk about him. Chris D'Elia. Okay, so Chris D'Elia, I found him, like, I want to say back in 2019. And I've introduced him to a lot of my friends, like, not like I know him personally, obviously. But um, just, like, through Netflix and stuff like that. And he's, a lot of people think he's average. But, I mean, depends on, like, you know, what you like, I guess. Because I don't really like comedy where the comedian degrades people all the time and says, Oh, or like points people out in the audience. It's like, oh, look at this lady, V-neck lady. You know what I mean? I kind of, I just, that, that stuff's just dumb. And people are, are joke about like really, really crude stuff, but that's all they do. Here and there, it's like, yeah, okay, that's funny. But if that's your whole bit, then like leave, uh, in my opinion. But um, Chris D'Elia, he got into some trouble for allegedly, um, there's still no like formal evidence. So that's why I'm saying allegedly, uh, messaging on minors and, you know, just being like doing stuff with a bunch of people who are minors. However, nothing has been formalized. There was nothing was ever proven. Um, Unlike James Charles, by the way, who who is like always creeped me out. But, you know, that's not I don't really care enough to talk about him. So but Chris D'Elia kind of went down that like road allegedly. And but the reason he kind of took a whole while off was not only because he was canceled by the internet, canceled by everybody, canceled, 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 but because he had at the time a fiance who was pregnant and he was going to all these shows and he was DMing all these fans or girls would DM him and say, oh, I'm going to your show tonight or you'll, oh, you'll be in my city and he would cheat on his wife or not his wife, his fiance. And here's the thing is, I don't care who you are, don't care how much I like you, that's like a low move, it shows me that you have like a zero respect for yourself or for others enough to just be like yo not vibing with it i'm gonna because i feel like cheating i'm just gonna go ahead and end things so he just uh, just decided to just keep his fiance and just cheat on her which is like the lowest thing you could ever do to anybody in my opinion or one of the lowest things and regardless um he's back now he's been going to therapy and if you've never listened to him and never heard his stand-up i listen to his stand-up and i also Every week, listen to his podcast. Um, what's it? on fire with Crystalia? I think that's if I remember correctly, that's the name of it. He's, I think he's really, he's really funny. He's really animated. That's what I like about him. Yeah. No, congratulations with Crystalia. I, I apologize. Um. Anyways, um, he had a he posted a video or like a, a he wanted to address everything before he formally came back because he didn't want to be one of those people that was like 
hey, I'm back. And then just, you know, kept going without addressing everything. So he addressed it and he, he took ownership for like hurting people. He did, and he did say that there has, he has never messaged anybody who is a minor. He has never interacted like that with anybody who's a minor. He's got full consent for everything he's ever done. Uh, and he even has the receipts on his end as well. And so like basically guilty until proven innocent. I mean, innocent until proven guilty. Oh my goodness. Don't want to screw that line up, Mackenzie. Innocent until proven guilty. Um, he's the way he came back was so formal and so, you know, really well done and taking ownership and stuff like that, which is not something that you see a lot. A lot of times people just try to dismiss it. So anyways, if you've listened to him or heard about him, I recommend happy that they're both back and they're both John's John Mulaney's out of rehab and doing decent as far as we know. And Crystal Leah is back and he has a kid. It's so his, his kid is so cute. Anyways, recommend those two. Okay, was that segment long enough? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, what are we talking about now? NCAA. So, <laughs> my predictions were way off. And by way off, I mean I didn't get a single one right um, for the men's. And so, shoot, I never expected... Well, okay, let's, let's talk about this for a second. UCLA 11 seed. And here's the thing, too. When you think about seed numbers... Ultimately, they don't matter, and nothing more than this national championship proved it. Because here's the thing. Conferences, those matter. Who you're playing, like I was talking about with football way back. SEC football does not match, like ACC football does not match up to SEC football, period. And you know what I mean? So you can be ranked number one in the ACC, but in the in the SEC, you're probably going to be ranked like number eight. Or like, you know what I mean? So... With, with that being said, Gonzaga, 31-0. Was that, was that their record? Like 31-0 going into this national championship. They beat UCLA, which, by the way, one of UCLA, UCLA number 11 seed doesn't matter, but I'm going to bring it up anyways because to some people it doesn't matter. But um, their starting five, I think, one of them was uh, – I think he was in the starting five. One of their starting five was a bench warmer for Kentucky. And that is so funny to me to like, it's like the biggest screw you to Kentucky for benching him and doing that. I mean, they might, they probably other reasons to do that. And then send, and then look at where he ended up further than shoot. They went for, yep. Further than they, for, further than they went. Um, but yeah, Gonzaga was gonna, was going all, all season long undefeated and they blew the biggest game that, that 30, the 31 to one, that one is a huge one. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I did I want I, – I honestly wanted UCLA and, ba- and Baylor to be in it, you know, after knowing that I blew all of my other predictions. But, uh, yeah, Baylor's in the Big 12. And Big 12, that's like OSU, I know, like like Oklahoma State. Um, TCU, go Frogs. Uh, who else is in that? Just like it – just it's – while, while it's not a lot of teams you think of when you think of basketball, it's better than what Gonzaga is in, or Gonzaga. I have still no clue how to pronounce that team's name. If it's Gonzaga or Gonzaga, just don't know, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, um, but because there's not really anybody that important in their, in their conference, it's just their, 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 good, their greatness is just, you know, a little bit overrated in my opinion. Nonetheless... You know, they made it to the final championship more than what more than a lot of people, a lot of other teams could say. So 
But anyways, congratulations to Baylor. This is the first time they've won the NCAA. Their coach has been there since like 2003. And in 2003, he's like, I didn't come here to go to the national championship. I hear I came here to win the games in the national cha- championship. Took him a while. Took him 19 years, but he did it. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, congratulations to them. And so, I mean, I don't know. Who, honestly, another thing, too, though, is like every year they come out with these predictions, you know, of who's going to be where and who's going to like win in, you know, in basketball and football and every sport. But you know what blows my mind is that the predictions for football compared to basketball are not even comparable because every year, no matter how good a different another team does, the predictions for football is always the same top five teams. And I get like sometimes it's like, yeah, okay, but like like we expect Alabama to be at the top or we expect Clemson to be up there too, you know. But I don't know. It's getting to a point where it's just getting old and people are starting to question the 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 football, you know, college football stuff and stuff like that. And so because then you because you look at the basketball and they have teams like Oral Roberts and UCLA and and Loyola and who else? Like a bunch of these teams that it's just nobody has either ever heard of or teams that you were just like, huh, um, this is the only time we ever hear their name. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. There's a lot of, you know, questioning around that. So, now let's talk about Little Nas, Little, Lil Nas X and his new song and just everything about that. So, here's the thing. A lot of people are mad about at Lil Nas X um, for this new song because it is it, offen- is it people, some, some people say that it is offensive to their, um, their religion offensive to christianity some people are just mad because of the shoes and the copyright infringement some people are mad about the shoes because of the uh use of human blood in the shoes yada 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 let's break it down so call me by your name it is a catchy song i haven't heard listened to it all the way through i just don't care to um and okay here's the thing if you look at the um okay if you look at the lyrics, there's no direct, oh, I say this, hold on. Oh, yeah, there is a reference. I don't think there's, oh, no, there is, okay. There's no, I was about to say that, I don't think there's any reference to any religion specifically within uh, the song, but here's the thing. Here's why I think the argument can be made that it is offensive and that it is it, that it is right to say that it is offensive. Because it, and and I'm gonna explain this. I'm gonna break it down real good. You know, give you give you what you want. Okay, give you the good old breakdown. So, backtrack real quick. Lil Nas X, Old Town Road, one of the most listened to songs ever. And by that, that means that it has to be, um, you know appeased to by for every single demographic every age group but people are trying to argue that Lil Nas X is for kids and that that's why you should have made the song I don't agree with that argument because here's the thing you nobody's telling you to put his music in front of your kid you know what I mean nobody's telling you hey put this in put your earbuds in and play Lil Nas X for your kid like or you need to do this for your kid that's that's the parent's choice dude if you you can listen to the song and decide that you don't like it but also what do you think your kid's doing on TikTok every day who's like 10, 11, 12 years old when they're seeing these videos of like teenagers shaking their ass? But also we shouldn't sec- sexualize kids. But there's a whole other breakdown of that situation of what's, in my opinion, why, what 
should and shouldn't be done for kids age whatever because here's the thing when i was growing up i remember seeing on disney channel in order to even go on the disney channel website to like play the little like zach and cody games or the get ready with miley or get ready with hannah games we would it would always end the commercial with uh get make sure for parent permission i don't see any of that now granted i don't really watch watch disney channel but like they, I like parent permission is thrown out the window because people are giving their kids phones at the age of nine. Um, but that's a whole other thing. And so, but here's the thing is that yes, you can make the argument that it shouldn't be offensive and that it's just a song. And you know how, I mean, we know how it broke down the WAP live performance. Nobody, and that's the thing too, is like the WAP live performance. They very arguably, yes, Cardi B's music is not for children. Cool. Good. Good job. And I'm not arguing. I agree. But here's the thing, too. And, like, I agree with, like, this, too. Like, Lil Nas X, he's saying, yeah, I, I may have made that song, Old Town Road, that kids liked, but that doesn't mean that my music is 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 explicitly for kids or that you you have to make my your kid listen to my music. That's that's not my responsibility of whether or not, you know, you they listen to this. That's that's your job to pay attention to what they're consuming. I agree with him. Here's the thing, though, and here's why it's offensive to Christianity, is because in the music video and in the song you directly reference things that are only within Christianity. It says, "I'm not phased, only here to sin. If Eve ain't in your garden, you know what you can." Like, and it's also goes all the way down. It says, "What a time, what an incline. God, God was shining on me. Now I can't leave, and now I'm acting hella elite." And so, like, and it, I mean, like, the whole God thing, I know God can be used in different religions, but it's the Eve part, and that's, what, and then also the um, music video that directly ties it to Christianity. And here's the thing, if he had just been in, if the video hadn't, or the song had no reference to God, had no reference to Eve, everybody knows that Satan is, is, is the symbol for evil. He is evil and stuff like that. But and nobody probably would have cared, right? But here's the thing: here's where it makes it logically offensive is when you bring in a direct reference to another religion and decide to basically shit on it by sliding down a pole from heaven to hell. If you didn't include God at all, if you didn't include heaven at all, any of those biblical references other than just Satan, because Satan or an evil power exists within most religions across the board, nobody would probably say anything that was like religious, saying that it was a religious attack or maybe not as many people. Because here's the thing, I may be like, like a very religious person who like, you know, but who, who cares? Because ultimately what's going on is that when you decided to make that direct reference to Christianity, that's when it's logic, like, it's logical for somebody to say that it, that it is offensive. Right? You mean like you can't argue. Imagine if he had said Allah. Imagine if he had said boot. Like if any if any other religion, the like holy one was presented within the song like that, people would be offended and people would immediately try and defend it. And that's another thing too is why does it have to be or not? I'm not, and I'm not saying that this is the case all the time, but majority of the time, if it was somebody, if it was a religion that what wasn't as um, popular, or in this case, people associate Christianity with the Bible Belt, the Bible Belt is below the Mason-Dixon line, 
and with the, with the below the Mason Dixon line, that's where slavery existed. So people would think that like bad things about Christianity, whatever, when that's like man's, that was the evil that man did, not the evil that God did. Right. Why do people, why are people so quick to say, oh, that was offensive to like Muslims. That was, a, that was a, offensive to Buddhists. That was offensive. You know what I mean? Like, why are people so quick to jump on that? But as soon as it's a religion that's not a minority religion, as soon as it's Christianity, because people falsely associate Christianity with slavery and with manifest destiny and with a bunch of bad things that did happen in, in the past that were not even a, a God's responsibility or God's doing, that's the, the evil of people and the evil of man's ill free will. Why is it no longer okay to defend that? Because here's the thing, Lil Nas X, talented artist, no doubt about it. But as soon as you make a direct reference to important people within a specific religion, when you say Eve, Garden of Eden, first story in the Bible, and as soon as you say that, and when you make, sh when you ha partner with this company, you partnered with this company called Mischief to make these shoes that had the, um, had, had a Bible reference on it, you can't deny that it's not it's not directly related to the Bible and to Christianity when you quote the Holy Bible. So, and what was on the shoes? The Bible verse that said, I'm looking it up to make sure I'm correct. It said, ugh, where is it at? Don't like looking this up. Luke 10, 18. Luke 10, 18 says this. Jesus said to them, I watched Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Here's the thing. Okay. Some people will just read that and they're like, yeah, that's just a, a quote from the Bible. But here's the thing. When you use it on shoes and you use it to promote, when you use it on shoes with the star of Satan, and I don't remember what it's called. It's like a formal thing. When you use it on shoes that have a drop of human blood in it, in them, and in partnership with a song where you directly reference Jesus, like not Jesus, God and Eve, who are together specific to Christianity, within also the combination of you sliding down from heaven to hell to be with Satan, that's when it's okay for people to be offended. That's where it's okay to make the argument that, yeah, the, the song could be catchy, Lil Nas X, but here's the thing. You could have created the song and done the whole thing without referencing a religion. You could have re just referenced Satan and people could be mad about that. But the fact that you decided to bring in a whole other religion, whole whole religion into it and quote the Bible, you're, come on now. And then you, why are you getting, why are, be, why are you trolling and being offended when people are mad? Anyways, Nike has also decided to um, sue the company Mischief that made the shoes with a drop of human blood in it because they used the Nike swoop which is a copyright infringement. That's totally separate from the religion issue. But I hope people are like kind of either not offended or kind of understand where I'm coming from when I'm trying to explain how people could be offended by this whole, uh, by the whole thing of like the song being offensive to Christianity and the religion part because he re directly referenced God and Eve who together, if you just referenced God, people, that could be up to interpretation of, oh, which religion? But also because you decided to reference God and Eve together, inevitably that's Christianity. And because in the music video, you slide from heaven to hell on a pole. I mean, the pole's not the problem. Go, go off, do a pole dance. I don't care. It's art. 
it's a dance, whatever. It takes a lot of skill. But it's it's the culmination of it's how you can't misinterpret it, basically. So that being said. Okay, everybody, that's it for this week of Off the Record with Mackenzie Tippett. My caffeine is dying out. Um, I think I have like four sips left in my Celsius, so I think I'm going to drink that and then maybe attempt to record another episode. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I was going to say something about Easter. So Easter, the reason I love it so much is the fact that it's it's less commercialized than a lot of other holidays. And but yet it's so and it's so much it includes so much like innocent fun because it's just a bunch of children mainly surrounded i mean not not to dumb down the religion portion of it but like the concept of an easter bunny bringing you candy wildly more you know over the moon and exact and and way more you know out of out of this world kind of crazy idea than like santa bringing you presents and the fact that little kids get so excited to just go into a yard and run around and find an egg with a tootsie roll in it gives me so much joy and I can't wait to do that and I miss it I mean I miss it so much because when I was little I would like my first introduction to that was in elementary school we had this big field behind the school and the PTSO would like put together this easter egg hunt and it didn't matter what any any kid's religion was I don't think any kid was thinking about that at the time they were just like give me the candy and I don't blame them I agree I was I was like yeah give me the candy and they would like give you a list and they would say okay you got to go find eggs one through ten and you would you know find an egg with a number on it and that's so everybody got enough eggs but anyways that's so much fun and i love that that's like the only basis around it like there's no big commercialization there's no it's 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 so small but it's so simple but so fun and that's what i love it that's what, so why i love easter so much but anyways um yeah i hope you enjoyed this this uh week's episode of off the record and i'll see you guys next week bye oh wait before you go if you you know want to share this podcast i don't care i mean i'm not I, not that i don't care i recommend if you if you if you like the podcast share, share it right and if you want to give it five stars do it if you want to give it anything less don't worry about it anyways bye